tour all night is supported by listeners like you. To find out how you can help, head over to patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos. There you'll see what exciting rewards we're offering for your support. Once again, that's patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos to help us continue to make high quality and Torytainment for you. everybody i hope this works i'm on a portable system i have a laptop i brought my microphone i'm in portland not that that matters because you're in new york and if you're not in new york you want to hear about new york because today tori amos played in new york city on june 28th 2023 the eighth show of the ocean to ocean oh by the way this is your ocean to ocean tour 2023 u.s leg two after show wrap up slash pre-show, pre-rap, whatever that means. That's a new word. I made it up. Um, the eighth show is in the books. New York City won. New York City's New York City's done. She's done. She played it. Broken fibula or no broken fibula, she played the goddamn show. Yes, Tori, <laughs> Tori almost broke her left foot. If you look at her Instagram, it is her left foot. And I thought, when I saw that, I was like, no. It's the same foot from... I think it's the same foot from the European tour. It's clearly her left foot. And then someone posted, it was like, oh, remember when she first hurt that ankle back in like whatever, when she was doing, there, there's pictures of her on the sidewalk, remember? And she's like, oh, I was dancing with the, with the leprechauns in the moonlight. That's what she said when she had broken that foot. And that was her right foot. If you look at the boot, that's on her right foot. She's down two feet. So, but she, you couldn't even tell. There is a report saying that except for like a slower walk to and from the piano, you couldn't tell. It was like nothing had happened. And she was still wearing heels. Good for her. Good for her. You know, (laughs) you've got to do what you got to do to make you feel whole. If you're broken, you have to do what makes you feel whole. And I support a full stiletto. I absolutely support a full stiletto. So here we are in Portland. I'm in Portland talking about New York. And Rosecrest, thank God for Rosecrest. She sent me the set list. I have to admit, a couple days ago I talked about the good the good kind of jealousy, the envy. Like, whichever the one's the good one is what I was feeling. Now I'm certainly feeling the bad one. I'm feeling the bad one because... It's New York City. (laughs) Okay, we're going to unpack a lot. It's New York City. A lot of my friends are there. Some of them are there for the first time. Jess, I'm looking at you. Some people are there for the first time. 
this tour. Some people are picking up the tour now, and I'm and people are taking pictures with each other, photos, cell phone photos. It's so easy these days. No one, you don't even have to wait to have them developed. Pictures are coming instantly, and it's making me instantly jealous. And I'm like, you know, and then this set list that Rosecrest sent me, and I'm just trying to vamp while I find it because um, I deleted Facebook from my phone, and it's hard to find these things. Okay, I found it. Tonight's set list, June 28th, 2023. Look at this. This is New York One at the Beacon Theater. I've been there. God, Ocean to Ocean, Taxi Ride. I'm already into this show. You hear me? I'm sitting there. I'm like, no. We got a long taxi ride. Putting the damage on. Liquid Diamonds, Lady in Blue. And you know she went off. I don't even have to be there to tell you she went off. Cloud on My Tongue was a solo song, followed by Upside Down, Mother Revolution. You know, because during Mother Revolution, this is why I know she played it, because she could rest her foot. She can rest her foot. She can put her knee on the bench, throw it to John for 44 minutes, throw it to Ash for the next 15 minutes. She can rest her foot. Of course she played Mother Revolution give spring haze i'm so mad i got no wills and wants tonight spring haze she ended the main set with cornflake girl then she came back you know she's like just cute i'm just gonna slowly walk back out and play big wheel and then you thought like okay what could she possibly play next no big major big no no big thing but she played the waitress and the last time she played the waitress tanya rigotti was in the audience and I was, I especially noted her. And guess who's back on tour tonight? Tanya Rigotti. Is Tanya Rigotti the summoner of the waitress? Will the waitress be played at every show Tanya Rigotti is at in the future? I'm guessing yes. That's my, that's my educated guess. Congratulations to everybody who got to see this amazing show. This would have checked all of my boxes. Mother Revolution, 28 times on this tour. Give, 19 times on this tour. Spring Haze, that ending. Jesus Christ, upside down. Everything, every, all, this show, this is the one that I got the bad jealous for. I am very happy for you, but I'm very sad for me. And I'm here. Can you tell that it's late at night and I'm in my hotel room? I'm whispering. I'm trying not to disturb room 822 and 824. Whatever, if you could guess what room I'm in. Yes, I'm sandwiched in the middle. So I brought here all of my equipment and I brought the Torkoal, but I didn't bring my post-it. So I apologize if I fall if I fall out of order. I don't know the order of this show. Um, I've ordered DoorDash. It's late at night. I'm very excited. I know that next we have, oh yeah, the wills and wants. I got zero, but I'm going to look at the wills and wants spreadsheet and see who's at the top of the list so I can try to be them, try to wear their, wear their wills and wants. Oh my God. Rose Crest still at the top 160. You get it. She's our stats queen. So it makes sense that you would be there. Gerald Huff is the se- in second place. Third place goes to Christopher Whitney. Fourth place is a tie between Nick Eberly, Matthew LaPierre, Chrissy Olson, Stephanie Stork, killing it, Stephanie. And that is fifth place is Rachel Corinne, Merritt Glover, Evan George, Bosco Tron. For those keeping track, I have fallen to 25th spot. <laughs> I'm number 25. And this is, I, just keep your eye on me because this is how this is how a game is won. You start at 25 and you slowly go up. 
Watch, just watch. Tomorrow I know what to pick. Okay, so I'm gonna pick the bonus song right now. Okay. I even brought the Toracle. This is how much I care about the tour that I'm not on. I'm so, okay. The bonus song for the night is Over It. No one picked Over It and I'm over that. Okay, next bonus song, China. Okay, that's a good one. Someone I'm sure picked China, and Dor- in fact, Dorothy Dotson was in the audience tonight, and it was that picture of her with Emmy Kane and Shaggy that made me the most upset. <laughs> I mean, good for them, but jealous. Like, I wish I could be in that photograph. I wish I could be in that theater. I wish I could be on that tour. So China is your bonus song, and I'm going to check to see if anybody got China. Hold, please. to see i just gave away nine points for china nine different people tonight chose china in their wills and wants and they got a point because it was our bonus song and so let's see if that adjusts the ranking nope top three is still the top three um and i don't remember the rest (laughs) so um but it's still good because it's a long haul game so china congratulations and let's do our participation prize winner hold on hold hold again Hold the line. Okay, I put together the wheel of names and it goes, you know, as you know, I'm going to, I just put everybody's name in here and I'm going to spin the wheel and whoever wins, if they didn't play tonight, I have to spin again. That's my disclaimer. So um, it's because I'm on this laptop now that I, there's no picture here and I don't, I don't care about that. So here we're going to spin it. Let's see if you can hear it. Okay. Thank God the sound is on. Oh my God. Um, this tension it looks like it's drew color okay did drew play tonight i saw his instagram posts that he was missing tour but did he play let's see drew color you bet your life he played his wills were i can't see new york and wednesday his wants were crucify and give and his bonus song was sangria and guess what you just won the participation prize drew color Hold on. I'm highlighting you in yellow so you can see it. Okay, congratulations. Oh, my God, Drew. I have your address. You don't need to send us your address. I have your address because I've stayed at your home. I've I've stayed at your beautiful home. Let me tell you a story of me staying at Drew Culler's home. What a gorgeous time that was. It really was. uh, We were on Macy Rodman tour. He let me and Macy stay there. It was so much fun. And as we were locking the door to go meet him for dinner... We pulled off the doorknob, <laughs> and then we were terrified. I was like, oh, my God, if I was 
if this were LA and my doorknob was off, I, you, I would chain myself to the house. I wouldn't leave. But he's like, oh, that happens. I have to get it fixed. So I'm sure he's gotten it fixed. It's been over a year. Drew Color, congratulations. With the winnings, we're, we're sending you a doorknob. I'm going to send you. I'm sending you a doorknob. I love you so very much. Okay. Well, you know what? You know, I've actually received three text messages today about the state of rats in New York City, and I am over the rat text messages. Everybody thinks, and and they've all been tonally the same. Like, you, you're so lucky you're not here because I saw 44 rats having rat sex at the park, and it's disgusting. So please, no more. I appreciate, see, I would like to be thought of in moments of joy. I would like to be thought of in moments of beauty. I would like you to say, like, I've just seen the most beautiful thing in New York. Someone gave someone a $100 bill, and I thought of you because of your giving nature, because of your giving spirit. Or I walked by a McDonald's, and I thought of you because you love chicken nuggets, sometimes. But with that being said, Let's take the high-speed train. Oh, no, wait. Oh, I didn't bring the sound effects. Whoosh. We're back in New York. We went to Brooklyn, and now we're back in Manhattan for Beacon 2. And Brandon Valenzio has sent me the stats for the greater New York area. And here's the thing is yesterday I gave the stats for New York City. Brandon Valenzio sent me the stats for the greater New York area. He said this is the 50th and the 51st greater New York City area shows. And he included such cities as Brookville, Peekskill, Newark, Huantaw, Brooklyn, and there's been 49 shows. And of those 49 shows, can you believe she did The Waitress tonight? Aren't you angry that you're not there? I'm furious. I'm fucking (laughs) pissed off. She looked amazing. Oh, she was in like a yellow-purple number, like a gold-purple. She's very regal tonight. Her hair, long, curly, wavy, gorge. Um... Precious Things is the one she's played the most in the greater New York area. She's played it 34 times. And 29 times Cornflake Girl, 24 times Leather, 23 times Winter, 21 times Silent All These Years, 20 times Crucify. It's the thing. You know, it's the thing. I don't know what my wills and wants are going to be, but someone gave me a great tip. When I said it was Tear in Your Hand last night, they said, no, Tear in Your Hand is for New York too. And I said, you're so right. And I didn't put it on my wills and wants, but I'm going to put it on New York City wills for New York City 2, tear in your hand. I'm also putting I Can't See New York back on my wills because she's in New York. Like, come on. She's got to not see New York in New York. Um, I suppose it's time to talk about the disqualified songs, and the disqualified songs tonight are the same as they always are. God, A Sort of Fairy Tale, Edition of Light Divided, Ocean to Ocean, Cornflake Girl, and also Big Wheel. So you cannot choose those songs when you pick your wills and wants tonight. None of that. None of that crap. No cheating. I truly don't. I should have brought my post-it. I need to, like, go back and listen. Um, All I know is that now... It's Amy's turn, and Amy is on Instagram at Major Gemini Tarot, and you should follow her there, and you should go to her website, MajorGeminiTarot.com, and book a reading with her immediately. I need to find, I'm in Portland for this, like, theater conference, which it's very, very, very intimidating. I wouldn't say this, I wouldn't say this to the public, 
like the general public, I wouldn't go outside into the street and scream, I'm terrified, but I am. I'm with 40 other designers and directors, all Latinx, and they're all gorgeous, and they're all just, I can see in their eyes, they're talented, and I'm very, very scared, and I'm here. So I had, you know, and then I have I have a couple friends here, and I'm like, you know, the schedule that I'm on is so, it is so much that we are starting at nine, we're ending at seven, and we're going to see plays every night, and it's a lot. And um, it's exciting, and I'm so grateful to be a part of it, and I just hope that I can bring it. I hope that I can bring it in a rehearsal room, you know? It's been so long since I've done anything for my professional career, my directing career, and just being in the room tonight, like, just today was the meet and greet day, Wednesday. It was the meet and greet day, and I was like, God, I need to start, like, directing more. <laughs> I need to do more readings. I just need to do so much. And I'm, si- I'm sitting here facing this window with this gorgeous view of Portland, and I'm thinking, like, the world, the world could be my oyster. I was about to say the world is my oyster, but the world could be my oyster, right? It, the world could be anybody's oyster. You know, I'm, I miss being on tour I wish I was there, and the reason I'm not there, I had scheduled the New York shows and the Red Bank and Boston and Lewiston, but then I got the, accepted into this collaboratorio, and here I am trying to, trying to meet and greet 40 other Latinx directors and designers, and it's exciting and terrifying. Have I mentioned that I'm terrified? So wish me the best of luck, and I think, you know, I'm going to pull... I'm going to pull a song, and this song is going to help me tomorrow get through the day while everyone's in New York having the time of their lives, and I'm terrified here in Portland. I'm going to be singing in my head, White Telephone to God. Well, that's not true, because I don't know the words to that song. So (laughs) we're going to pull another song that I might know the words to. Hold on. Russia. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to sing that to myself. I'll sing this one. Down by the seaside. I could do that. Down by the seaside, yes. Just go wild, like in my head, in the middle of like the rehearsal room. People will have no idea what's going on, and it's fine. You know what? They don't get us. They don't get us. Take it away, Amy. Here we are in the city that never sleeps. We're going to do two of these. We're going to um, analyze them together. I've done the tarot poll. Once again, we see our friend, the High Priestess, but she's behind the world in justice, and I think that's significant in terms of placement. Although, you, if you recall, in Charlotte, she was also the third card that I pulled. So again, threes. Threes are interesting. Um, if you all are into numerology, you can sort of look into sort of the, the, the thinking behind the threes. But um, yeah, I would say, again, when you think about um, establishing something, moving towards something, um, making inroads somewhere, three is the very important number, right? It's the magic number. Three is the magic number. And it again, the reminder of the high priestess using and tapping into a deep sense of intuition. But in front of her, you've got the world injustice. So we talked about the intense Libra energy we had in the reading yesterday. A reminder, right, that that is still with us and that even though we don't have as many placements in Libra, the moon has moved on as the moon often does, as our emotions often do, she's here to remind us again of that sense of the scales and balance and you get what you give. And I think that really goes along well with what the high priestess brings us. 
the world is a reminder of, again, you set your own reality. We all live in our own worlds, right? Essentially, the, the fact that there being no objective truths, right? Again, you don't have to ascribe to this, but it's a lot of what I think of when I think of the world and the bounty that is here for the taking should you wish to accept it, right? A lot of things that we do not accept for ourselves and those become beliefs and those beliefs become how we live our daily life and the things that hold us back, put us in a box, whatever you want, right? So again, these these deep reminders, I think it makes sense that this is happening in relation to the reading of New York, which is a city where many people come to achieve their dreams, right? I think of that when I see the world and the high priestess and justice in terms of like how you experience yourself in New York, how you can create a new persona in New York, right? And how at the end of the day, justice rules, right? Those scales are going to balance. Okay, let's look at the two dates and see what we can see in terms of movement. The biggest movement you're going to see, not surprisingly, is going to come from the moon. Mercury is going to shift a little bit too, but it's primarily the moon that makes its inroads. So you have Mercury and the sun moving closer. I'm going to call it a conjunction, right? Close enough to me, um, depending on sort of how you, um, I, I think the energies are close enough that I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm allowed to interpret them closer. This is my reading. I can even do whatever I like with it. Okay. You've got both the sun and the Mercury now are in the sign of Cancer. The moon's in Scorpio. Ooh, yeah. Let's bring some Scorp energy to this. It's it's New York City after all. But to counter that intense, watery, watery Scorpio energy, actually, we're not countering. We're bringing it to bear because the sun and Mercury are in the watery sign of Cancer. So you've got a lot of intensity in this concert, right? The, the Mars and Venus are still in Leo in the eighth house, which means you're going to go dark and deep every time you're going to be at these concerts, because those are the topics that are likely going to be discussed. It's what people need. It's where a lot of healing needs to take place, right? I think it's very significant that you've got the sun and Mercury. Mercury is sitting right in opposition to the ascendant sign, which for the concert, ooh, is that in Capricorn? It is. Oh, my sign, my sign. Whenever you see things in opposition to the ascended, it just means a, a, a need or an attempt to make sense of where we're going in this life, um, what we're trying to accomplish, what we're trying to achieve. We talked about stock taking at the last concert in Charlotte. I think you're going to see a continuation of that a little bit here. Again, lots of loquacious uh, verbal energy um, could be a lot, could be some interesting um could be some interesting concert, perhaps snafus with respect to Mercury and the sun interacting together. You could see either like interesting displays of verbal acuity, or you could see like so much that the, maybe there's mic feedback or something like that. That's an interesting prediction. We'll see if that comes to pass. Let's talk about the moon for, for a little bit, for a second, right? So the 28th, the moon is in Scorp in the 10th house. On the 29th, the second day of the New York concert, it has moved to the 11th house. So I think, again, even from one day, you can see so much change in different different aspects that are really um, come into play. So we talked about the 10th house being this is the house that we express our energies to the world in. It's a very public house. It's basically the house of career, public presentation. The first day you have it hanging in that house, right? So the feeling is very much like that Scorpio in like introspective, um, receptive, shell, deep, dark, um, mysterious, sexual, alluring energy sort of like on display. And I think she's really going to be channeling that to you. But it's interesting on the next day, I think it's going to be a complete shift so you've got, again, still in Scorp, but you've moved into the 11th house, right? So what an interesting placement for Scorpio and the moon, right? Because these are things that don't like to be seen and to share. But the 11th house is all about humanity. 
and the common good and connecting and friendship and um, social ability, not something commonly associated with Scorp. And it moves in opposition to Uranus, who is hanging out in the fifth house of the concert. So I think to me, this could really, this could bring in a fluster of confusion about emotions, how we feel about something. Um, and it could be, it could just sort of throw everything up in the air from what we experienced the previous day. How exciting. It feels like the vibe is going to be completely different between these two concerts. And I think we have the moon to blame and its movement in opposition to Uranus, which is the planet of chaos and disruption, right? In, in a very interesting Taurian energy, which Taurus is a great builder. It's incredibly stubborn, but it's all about um, beauty and values, how we value certain things, right? So there might be a shift in how we value a certain thing in our life, or um, we might see the concert move from um, an emphasis on musicality to like some some other emphasis maybe it's connection with the audience that matters more on the second date of the night i don't know you're gonna be there you should tell me okay let's do a quick bye wheel let's look at tori's natal chart and let's pick day two because i think day two really i was like what is happening on day two of this concert right very very fun things you still have that lovely conjunction, that lovely healing energy in Aries between Taurus, Jupiter and the Chiron of the concert. Feel, receive that healing, folks. You also have, and that's that's like to the degree, I think that's going to be a very intense. Okay, the other thing I noticed, I noticed this in Charlotte, but it wasn't it wasn't close enough for my liking. So now it is. So you have the North, Taurus North Node and the Sun of the concert are both in Cancer and expressed in Taurus natal chart, they're both in the eighth house. This is significant because, again, the North Node has a lot to do with what we're going towards in this life. Tori's moving towards a sense of nurturing herself, right? And nurturing herself through relationships with others and topics that are commonly taboo, right? And this is lovely cancer energy of like creating a home for oneself, right? That's really what the crab is all about. That hard shell of sort of creating this home for oneself and this protectiveness. So I think the concert itself, day two, you're going to feel this sense of, again, comfort, mothering through these really dark, intense topics um, and taboo topics. So a lot of Scorpio, a lot of water energy in these New York concerts. Again, remember the world, the high priestess, you are what you believe, really thinking about how we make these these judgments for ourselves every day and remembering that Lady Justice is always watching. On that note, if you can't be good, be careful.
of the Sideways Society. For more information or links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com.